Hello everyone, I'm Caitlin, your host, and welcome back to the One Tired Bitch Podcast, a place where we can all express the things that have been tiring us out. Today, I want to discuss the topic of influencers. The concept of an influencer is something fairly new. I mean, at least what we know an influencer to be now. As you may have seen on Instagram or Facebook, TikTok, or wherever you may receive social media, influencers are the people that are usually a little closer to the millennial age or the Gen Z age. They can be a lot older as well, but most of the ones that I at least see are close to my age. Something to, you know, influence me. You know, me to see people that are my age and what they like and what they're doing. An influencer is somebody that influences you to do something or to buy something. Their entire job is to market things to you. The difference though between just an ad that you see on TV and an influencer is most of the time you see these people living what they do in their life. Sometimes it's something normal or something a little extra normal, or something completely out of the ordinary. And we will watch them on like YouTube, go on trips to Greece or Paris or wherever that they choose to go. And a lot of us will enjoy watching that. And mixed in with that, we see stuff like, oh, you should get these clothes that I, I really like. And it does influence some people to buy the things because if you see them wearing them on their trips and posting about them, then if they like them, why wouldn't we like them? You know, it's different than an ad that you would see on TV because an ad you would see on TV isn't somebody doing something in their normal life. But if you see these people doing something in their day-to-day life all the time, why wouldn't you be influenced or more influenced to 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 purchase it or to want it so what's been bothering me about influencers isn't necessarily that they're trying to get us to buy things i mean that's what their job is and if we don't like it we can choose not to follow them we can choose to block them on things And we can also just get off of social media as well, because that's where they're at. That's how they influence us, is through social media. But the thing that bothers me is the transparency. Do they have an obligation to be 100% transparent with us? Do they, are they allowed some privacy or are they allowed all privacy? Do they have to be transparent? For me, the thing that brought this up is I was listening to a podcast recently and this influencer was doing a truth or drink, which in concept is very fun. I think people, when they play it with their friends, it can be something super fun because it's just silly. But when an influencer does it on YouTube or a podcast or wherever, they can choose to just drink if they don't want to answer the questions that people want to know which is part of the game but most of the time they drink to any question 
that is actually what people want to know. They'll answer the questions like, what is your favorite coffee? And who's your best friend? But when it comes down to how much money do you make? How much money do you have in the bank? They'll immediately drink and be like, oh, I'm not going to answer that. Or I'm not going to tell you how much I make from brands. Which honestly confuses me more than frustrates me because they're either making so much more than us average people that they feel bad that they would be making that much and the people that follow them don't. So they don't want to have to announce that or they just don't care at all. But the thing to me is that like, Most of the people who follow them know that they make so much more, especially when they pose with like designer brands and everything. Like a lot of things are gifted to them, but when they're like, I just purchased this new Chanel bag or a Rolex, it's not something necessarily that they were being gifted. And we can all easily look up the prices of those things. So when it's a casual day and somebody purchases a $5,000 purse, we can all assume that they make quite a bit more than us or allocate their money in a different way than we do. So why should they or shouldn't they be able to keep this a secret? Personally, I don't want to have to sit here and judge them for keeping it a secret. I get more angry when they keep it a secret when it's almost obvious what they know. The particular podcast I was listening to, there was a question that was like, do you have more than $20,000 in your bank account? And the girl drank to it. And at that point, if you're not willing to answer that, because if you don't, what's the harm in saying no? Most people do not have more than $20,000 in their bank account. So if you choose to drink to that, you're basically saying yes. So why wouldn't you just answer that question? You know, it was a yes or no question. You didn't have to specify how much was in there. And, you know, I don't think people should be making millions and billions of dollars. But I don't think these influencers, most of them, are making millions of dollars. I think that they're making substantial amounts of money. And I think that that's good for them to be able to get their money in something that hopefully they enjoy doing. And so why shouldn't they? But I think that it would be better to disclose how much they're making and what goes into this process because it's almost a mysterious process that people want to know about. And a lot of people are like influencers jobs are so easy. I could do that. I can upload a video. I can upload whatever and i should be able to make money doing that but the unique thing about like the influencer is they make you want to buy something without you even really thinking that they're the ones who made you want to buy it you know when you see a tv ad you're you're under the impression that like you're gonna if you look it up to buy it it's because of that tv ad but sometimes you don't even realize if you're scrolling on instagram and you see um a picture of somebody in a dress and you're like I need to know where that dress is because you love the way it looks or you love the way it looks on that person 
and then you go and purchase it. That was you being influenced and it doesn't even feel like an ad. Sometimes it's not even a sponsored post. Sometimes they just have affiliate links to things. And so everything that they do is to influence you, even if it's just them living their normal life and what kind of coffee they make. The more interested you are in their lives, the better it is for them. I think influencers are entitled to a certain amount of privacy. I I don't think that anybody should have to give up total privacy. I think that it's something that everybody is allowed to have. But if you're going to put yourself out on the internet, I think that you can keep certain things about your life private, but I don't think that you should be able to not be transparent. So the certain things that involve your job, maybe about around what you make or what goes into doing a brand deal. I think those things should be allowed to be shared. I don't think they necessarily have to go into specifics about it. They don't need to be like, I made exactly this much money and I did all of these exact things. No, I think that they should just be a little more transparent. Just give a rough estimate and roughly about how much time because a lot of times these things are either frustrating or gives a false impression of what their job is or necessarily how easy it is or how much money that they make. So I personally don't have an issue with influencers in the way that most people do. I feel like a lot of people hate them entirely and think that they should be gone. I kind of enjoy what they do because it honestly influences me to buy less things. I I never really bought things off of TV ads, but I feel like I'm more intentional with what I buy now because I will follow people who I not only enjoy watching, but maybe sometimes look similar to me or just have similar style to me. So then when I am buying something, it's not just because I saw it on somebody. It's usually because it's something that already interested me And I don't even buy it every single time I see it. I'm able to scroll through (laughs) Instagram multiple times a week or a day or a month and not be influenced to buy something. I feel like a lot of times I, I buy something not because I see it on them, but just because it's something that I wanted in my own life or they reminded me of something in my life, but it's not even something that they were showing or being advertised. Um, just because like watching other other people live their lives is something that is fascinating to me. I really enjoy watching vlog YouTube channels because <laughs> I like to watch people just go and clean their house or run errands. I don't sit and actually like watch it, but it almost motivates me to get up and do something. So I prefer influencers over like TV ads. I I do feel like it influences people to buy things more often, but I prefer the ad style. And a lot of times they have to get more creative to their audience to specify it. And they're just trying to make a living. And I don't think they're any different than people who would go and act in TV ads And sometimes a lot of influencers are almost more 
sincere. A lot of times they'll only do ads for things that they will use in their own life. Not all of them are, but some of them are, and at least the ones that I try to follow are mostly sincere with things. Um, but that's, it just depends on people and who they are and what they're going to do. The thing that I don't like about influencers, though, which is why we're here, is to discuss the things that are upsetting me or tiring me out are the influencers that tell you, oh, I, I do this all the time. You should, too. To me, I don't mind if they tell me that they go to a 10 a.m. workout when the rest of us are at work or whatever, because the entire time they are filming these things, they don't get to actually fully enjoy it when they have to, like, film it. So it's something that is part of their job. Their entire life is part of their job. So I don't mind that aspect of it. I just don't like when they specifically tell you that you should do these things. Or if you do these things in your life, your life will be better. Because not everybody can go to a 10 a.m. workout class. Or not everybody has time to get up and meditate and journal and... (laughs) do yoga like people have jobs and commutes and those are the things that frustrate me more is when they're so desensitized to the normal population that they can't even comprehend how people live their lives or why they wouldn't be able to do something and i think the thing about that makes an influencer better than others is when they, better than other influencers, not better than like the average person, is when they share their experiences, but don't tell people that they necessarily have to go and do something or force it in their face. It's more of like, hey, I went and did this thing and this was something that I could afford to do and was fun, but they're not going to force it down everybody's faces. They're not going to be like, you have to go to Greece or or meditate before you die because these are things that are so important in life. It's when they understand that most people can't afford to do those things and they're just showing it for the people who can't necessarily do these things. And I appreciate that sometimes. There's a lot of places that they go or things that they do that I would never even be interested in or want to do myself or be able to do. And I get to just watch like a video of them doing it and then be like okay that's it and I can move on (laughs) so I was talking about the average person versus an influencer and what makes them a little different or more desensitized or more I guess sensitized if that's the you know um and I feel like the normal person It varies from country to country and from state to state in the U.S., but I feel like the normal person is somebody who gets up and goes to work for eight hours a day at the minimum. They come home and they have some sort of tasks that they have to do in their own life just to maintain their life, and so they get home, they do those tasks or chores, And then they basically have to eat dinner and go to sleep and repeat the next day. In my own life, I 
I tend to wake up between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. every day, and then I eat breakfast or lay around a little bit and try to just relax. And sometimes I've gone and worked out, but I don't do that all the time. And then I go to work. I have an hour commute, and then I go to work for eight and a half hours because the lunch is not included. And then I have an hour commute home, and by the time I get home, I have to you know, do everything I need to to prepare for the next day. So sometimes I have to do a ton of stuff and none of it ever really gets to involve a ton of things that I like doing. And I always have this thought on my head of like, oh, maybe like right after work, I'll like go and get drinks or I'll hang out with friends and it'll just be like for a couple hours and I can still get home in time and go to sleep. But a lot of times I'll come home and I don't even have that much to do. Like I'll need to make dinner and make my my lunch for the next day. And but like if I'm trying to get up at six, I don't want to be asleep any later than like 10 o'clock most of the time. But it usually takes me 30 minutes to an hour to fall asleep, which means that I need to be in bed by nine. And most of the time I get home between 6.30 and 7, which only leaves me two hours to make dinner, eat dinner, shower, get ready for bed, make my lunch for the next day. And so when would I really have time to go and hang out with friends and stuff like that? So my point with bringing this up is that is what I feel like the average person does. They don't always get to go and hang out with friends after work. And if they do, most of the time they're exhausted the next day for work, which some people are okay with, and that's fine. I'm already exhausted as it is, and I don't want to add more to my plate than I already have. So, the influencer, when when they're a little more desensitized, and they don't realize that They're telling people to go to this bar or go to this this new city or go to this bookstore or you have to try this thing. And they talk about how like, oh yeah, at the end of the day, I'll just like go out for the night on like a Tuesday and whatever. But if they go out for the night on a Tuesday and they're out all night, yes, that's their choice. But most of the time, if they wanted to, they can sleep in until like 9 o'clock, 10 a.m. And the average person can't. And that's okay for that to be their lifestyle. But when they're desensitized to the average person, it's usually when they don't understand that other people can't do that. When they're telling people that they have to do this. Rather than just showing their life, you know, there's a difference. You can show that you're doing these things without telling everybody that they have to and then they can be naturally influenced to want to do them without it having to be pushed on them another issue i have with influencers is the overconsumption. you know i a lot of them receive a lot of stuff for free and a lot of them will donate it but not all of them will you know the The influencers that bug me the most is the ones who will go thrifting and 
they'll get like this huge amount of stuff. And it's really, really entertaining to watch sometimes because you can be like, oh my goodness, they got so much good stuff. I wish I could find that. But then when you realize that you're watching them do this once a week and that they're either throwing the clothes away or reselling them, it's frustrating because people who go to thrift stores, it used to be a place for people who couldn't afford new clothes. And now it's become this popularized thing. And I I remember going to thrift stores when I couldn't always afford new clothes. And I still go now, but I don't go as often because I can afford to get new clothes occasionally. And so when I go, it's usually just as like a first option. And I don't try to get this big lot of things. It's just like, I'm looking for a couple specific things. Let me see if I can buy it here first before I feed into more you know, capitalistic and overconsumption and overproduction environments. Because I can't afford to always shop at like the um, sustainable stores. So for me, I would prefer to go to a thrift store, look there first, even if it's more expensive these days. And then If not, then I would have to buy it at a cheaper store, which would mean that I am contributing to the unsustainable brands. And a lot of influencers, when they first start out, don't have the money to work with sustainable brands or anything like that. And so they will overconsume with places like Amazon and, you know, Shein and all of that stuff, which is really bad and I don't think that we should shame people to an extreme for shopping at those places because some people you know either don't know what's going on with those places or can't really afford anything else or we're just doing what we can you know this is the world we live in and this is where we get our stuff so we shouldn't shame people for shopping at those places and try to act like we're so much better but we should be able to inform people and try to make our own best decisions we can and that's why influencers bug me when they talk about you know when they do the videos where they're like here's another haul and they do those you know like once a week on youtube or multiple times on tiktok and it's really fun and entertaining to watch until you make the connection that like where is all this stuff going all the time it's it's really frustrating it's the it's one of the things that bug me most about it is i want to if i'm gonna follow an influencer i want to be able to enjoy watching your life and because they have the money i almost expect them to be more sustainable and doing better things for the environment and I think that they almost have a responsibility to do that is not to force people and tell them that they should do those same things if they can't afford them, but show them that because they can, that they are doing those things. And instead, a lot of them make 
these Amazon storefronts or like a place where they link every single thing that they've ever touched in their life. And those things are fun to be able to use if you like an item. It's really easy to go and click on their links. But it frustrates me most when people make a like Amazon storefront of a bunch of items that they like like, but they've never even used. You know, I would prefer it just be the items that they've liked and used and buy multiple times or whatever it is. Like they should be able to I'm not mad at them for getting the money that they can and out of these places because if people are gonna buy it anyways, then sure, why not get somewhat of a commission for being the one who influenced them to buy it. But we don't need to make a a link to everything. I don't need to know the specific, you know, lotion or deodorant or scissors that you use for every single item. And if some people ask for it, then sure, you can make a link. But if nobody asked, then we don't need to know the very specifics of every single thing you use. You know, you can tell us what you use, but we don't need to link everything unless people ask. You know, that's just my thought on it, and it's frustrating to see it all the time. Um, And the last thing that I wanted to talk about that bugs me about influencers is, not necessarily bugs me, but I mean, watching them out and about um, on the streets, you know, Depending on what city you live in, it can be a little different. Um, I live in New York. And so when you're walking around the streets, sometimes you can see, you're not really sure if you can see like an influencer or if it's just like another person wanting to take like a really cute picture. But watching or imagining watching these people is like, as I talked about before, they have to film their entire life. And I'm imagining like, you know, you're sitting down at dinner with your friends and they're like, one second, let me film the food or let me take a picture of it. Nobody take a bite. And a lot of times all of the plates don't come out at once. So I imagine telling everybody to like wait is frustrating. And it's just, it's funny, but I don't know if I would ever want to, to live like that, you know? I'll admit, like, I've taken pictures of my food before or whatever, but it's not for, like, a whole table's worth of food, um, and I'm not filming everything as I walk around, and I have had people take pictures of me in the streets, and so it's more normalized to do some of those things now, but it is funny to imagine or to watch, um, that happen. But it's not really something that irritates me tons. And it's just it's just really funny. So to wrap up about influencers, um I'm almost indifferent about it. You know, some of the things really, really frustrate me. And some of them I'm almost sympathetic towards. And I think that we should give them a little more grace with some of the things that they do, but also push them in other directions for things. I think we're getting mad at the wrong things sometimes. And I think we just need to remember that when 
it comes to influencers or people in general is that if we're going to be mad, you know, let's be more intentional with what we're upset about. Instead of being mad that they bought the Chanel purse because we can't afford a Chanel purse, maybe we should be upset that they bought a Chanel purse, but they also have, like, an Amazon storefront. Like, you know, if you can afford the Chanel purse, then maybe you shouldn't be purchasing from Amazon. And if you live this lifestyle, you should be open to sharing the things that go on with the lifestyle. It's part of it, and people are interested in it. And that's just my opinion on it. All right, everyone. So I'll see you in the next episode. Not sure what I am going to be tired of next time, but I'll see you all there. Thank you.